Chapter 18 of Buffalo Bill from Prairie to Palace. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Buffalo Bill from Prairie to Palace by John M. Burke. Chapter 18 Scout, Guide, and Indian Fighter. After the great buffalo killing match, the name of Buffalo Bill became familiar all over the country and his exploits were topics people never grew tired of discussing all his great battles with the indians valuable services as a scout and hairbreadth escapes were told and retold not only at the fireside but around the campfires in the spring of eighteen sixty eight a violent indian war broke out in kansas and general sheridan in order to be on the field made his headquarters at hayes city sending for buffalo bill general sheridan appointed him chief of scouts from that time on buffalo bill acted as scout and guide in all the principal military operations upon that part of the frontier he was also appointed chief of scouts for the fifth cavalry to proceed against the dog soldier indians the campaigns of the fifth cavalry are matters of history as are also the services of buffalo bill the letters of the commanding officers speaking for themselves during his services as scout he served directly under general forsyth colonel royal general e a carr general hazen general penrose and others these officers who had won fame upon the battlefields of the civil war many of them wearing the stars of a general found themselves ordered to the far frontier when the south had given up the struggle to oppose the indians who were making desperate efforts to kill off their pale-faced foes the truth was that the indians regarded the civil war with feelings of delight and as a blessing to them as they supposed that one side would utterly wipe out the other side and their victors being weakened by the struggle the redskins could consolidate their forces and attacking the remaining whites drive them off the face of the earth they certainly made a bold effort to do so and in the war that followed the general officers were glad indeed to have the services of buffalo bill as scout guide and indian fighter in all the operations of the army upon the frontier buffalo bill's identity with them was such that to recount his valuable services would be only to go over the pages of history the stories of his adventures scouting expeditions hunting down desperadoes as a government officer and guiding of the armies through trackless wildernesses have been told and retold until every schoolboy is familiar with them and the name of no one man is better known than that of buffalo bill early in september of eighteen seventy one a grand hunt was projected by general sheridan for the purpose of giving a number of prominent gentlemen a buffalo hunt james gordon bennett of the new york herald general anson stager of the western union telegraph lawrence r and leonard w jerome and generals davis fitzhughes and rucker with sergeant general arsh carol livingston and others formed the party immediately upon their arrival at fort mcpherson general sheridan sent for buffalo bill 
introducing him with flattering remarks to each one of the hunting party, and telling him that he was to be their special guide and scout. The party hunted over a large extent of territory, killing many buffaloes, turkeys, jackrabbits, and antelopes, and greatly enjoyed their visit to the plains. In 1872, Buffalo Bill was visited by General Forsyth, who arranged with him a grand buffalo hunt for the Duke Alexis, who was then visiting this country. Buffalo Bill at once conceived the idea of engaging a large number of Indians to join in the hunt to make the affair a more pleasurable one for the Grand Duke. On the day of the hunt, Buffalo Bill loaned the Grand Duke his splendid buffalo horse, Buckskin Joe and riding by his side instructed him in the manner of shooting buffaloes. That night, in camp, numbers of glasses of champagne were disposed of in drinking to the great success of the Grand Duke Alexis as a buffalo hunter. It was soon after the Alexis hunt that Buffalo Bill received an invitation from James Gordon Bennett, August Belmont, and others of equal prominence to visit the East, at the earnest solicitation of General Sheridan, Bill accepted the invitation, and thus it was that he entered upon the life so different from that in which he had passed his earlier years. Attending the theater one night to see a frontier play bearing his own name, J.B. Studley, taking the character of Buffalo Bill, he conceived the idea of going upon the stage and playing himself, and thus it was that he became an actor winning fame and fortune through his enterprises. Having introduced upon the stage Indians as actors, Buffalo Bill decided upon reproducing in miniature scenes in wildlife upon the frontier, and from this sprung the Wild West, the greatest exhibition ever known. During his life as an actor and his career as the head of the Wild West exhibition, Buffalo Bill obeyed every call to the frontier whenever there was any trouble among the Indians, and at once resumed his duties as scout, guide, and Indian fighter, winning added laurels thereby, and conclusively proving that through his life in cities his heart, brain, and hand had not lost their cunning or courage, and the nobility of his nature had not suffered through contact with the world nor had he been spoiled by applause and praise. After the massacre of Custer's band, there was great activity in military movements in the Northwest, and as chief of scouts, under Merritt, Crook, and other generals, Buffalo Bill's career was a most brilliant one. During the last Indian campaign, Buffalo Bill's valuable services were publicly recognized by General Nelson A. Miles, one of our greatest Indian fighters and who so quickly crushed the Indians in their late rising when Sitting Bull lost his life. Buffalo Bill is one of the few famous scouts who has justly won the renown which encircles his name. His exploits have been so numerous, involving a display of such extraordinary daring and magnificent nerve that language cannot exaggerate them. General Sheridan often asserted that Buffalo Bill had slain as many Indians as any white man that ever lived. It would be no credit to this daring scout if these Indians had fallen without justification. But since they were the victims of legitimate warfare, 
and were slain in the performance of a sworn duty, Buffalo Bill may properly wear the laurels and deserve the plaudits of civilization, whose effective instrument he has been, for the friendship he has displayed for the red man in times of peace. As the noted scout is revealing to the eyes of the whole world the scenes in which he has been a participant, there are a few indeed who do not care to see the Wild West in miniature as he portrays it with the aid of his Indians and cowboys, and give him praise for his phenomenal success. Having produced the Wild West in all the large cities of America, Buffalo Bill decided, so to speak, to carry the war into Africa, and the result was that with his partner, Mr. Nate Salisbury, an actor of renown, he invaded first the English capital, then the other capitals of Europe, his enterprise everywhere winning the plaudits of royalty, the press, and the public. End of chapter 18. Recording by John Brandon.